Welcome to Style Your Mind, a podcast for women who want to design their thoughts, empower themselves, and build a beautiful life. I'm your host, Carol Alwaleba, best-selling author and master life coach. I am obsessed with women on the edge of change, and I've worked with hundreds of those women all around the world to help them unlock the best version of themselves and fulfill their potential. If you're ready to style your mind and transform your life, then you're in the right place. Let's do this. This episode is sponsored by my self-coaching workbook and lifestyle guide, Style Your Mind. You guys, if you love this podcast and if you love personal development, then you have to check out this workbook. I took all of my years of experience as a certified master life coach and put everything into this workbook. It includes over 100 thought-provoking questions and exercises to help you think and live better. And the best part is that it is less than 20 bucks on amazon.com, so go check it out now. Okay, guys, welcome to today's show. I am so excited. Today feels like my holiday. It is International Women's Day. And I thought, oh my gosh, could there be a better day to talk about this topic, to talk about everything that I stand for, everything that I believe in as a woman who fiercely supports other women. I want to talk a little bit about what International Women's Day is. You may have seen this pop up recently I know that I've started to see it garner more attention probably over the past five or six years, but International Women's Day is celebrated every single year on March 8th, and it basically commemorates the movement for women's rights. So the first actual documented observance of Women's Day was held on February 28th, 1909 in New York, and then March 8th was suggested by the 1910 International Women's Conference to become an International Women's Day. After women gained suffrage in Soviet Russia in 1917, March 8th became a national holiday there, and then it was predominantly celebrated by the socialist movement and communist countries until it was adopted by the United Nations in 1975. So that's a little history lesson for you, courtesy of Wikipedia, because to be honest, I didn't know the history of Women's Day, and I was curious to know how long it had been around what the roots were, how it started, where it came from. So I thought that was really fascinating. And the holiday really got me thinking about girl power in general. And we see all the hashtags online, right? Women supporting women, women empowering women, girl bosses, girl gangs, all of this stuff has become super popular lately. If you go on any major retailer's website like Nordstrom or Bloomingdale's, you can find a whole bunch of girl gang and girl power hoodies and sweaters and all sorts of cute stuff. And it is all really, really cute. But at the end of the day, the concept of supporting other women has to become more than a sweatshirt or a hashtag. Last year, I discovered that my book Girl Code had been featured in an article in the Australian titled Trending Now, Girl Power. And the article, mainly covering support among women entrepreneurs in the startup space, referred to the word girl popping up frequently among success books like mine, television shows, and women's conferences. And it suggested that the term and the idea of girl power had become popular lately. And that led me to think about how it has become increasingly trendy, specifically on social media. So you guys know that I preach about the importance of supporting women every single day. I write about it in my books. I coach my clients on it. I discuss it in my girl gang, the Slay Baby Collective. I talk about it on television segments and on the radio and on this podcast. It is truly my passion and my life's work. 
On social media, one of the ways that I promote my message, and I know a lot of you guys are promoting your message and connecting with other like-minded women, is to use hashtags like girl power, women empowering women, women inspiring women, and end girl hate, just to name a few. And those are some of the ones that I use, and they're really, really great. And they do connect us to other women who are sharing similar content or interested in similar content. But it's not just Instagram that is making girl power so cool lately. Like there are, like I said, tons of stores that have pins and patches. I think I was in Express a couple weeks ago and they had like, you know, girl gang, um, like little patches and pins popping up on denim jackets. And again, it's really awesome and it's so great. And I am so happy that this topic is getting the attention that it deserves because it is starting to get people thinking. But the real question is, are women really practicing what they post? and what they wear. And will they practice it beyond a few months of pretty quotes on social media and a sweatshirt from Wild Fox, right? And I ask this not because I'm doubtful. If anything, I am so hopeful. I think it's amazing that women are seeing the importance of getting behind each other, but I want to encourage all of us to check in with ourselves and make sure that we're taking these terms and applying them to our lives and our careers. So I thought this episode would be a great opportunity to talk about ways that you can make sure that girl power is here to stay, that you can celebrate this beautiful holiday of International Women's Day but make sure that you're actually putting it into practice and you're not just sharing something on Instagram or updating your Facebook, but you are actually living beyond the hashtags. You are living beyond the quotes, okay? So these are a couple of ways that I practice girl power. I do this online, I do this offline, I do this in my sleep, I do this all the time. This is basically a religion to me. It is something that I believe in so strongly and I want you guys to feel like you can make an impact and you can help other people too. I know sometimes people just don't know what to do. They have no idea how they can reach out and help people or maybe they feel too insecure to actually reach out to another woman. But I want to empower you to do it. I want to empower you to make it a part of your lifestyle and to make it a religion as well. Okay, so my first tip is to reach out to a woman who inspires you and send her an email or better yet, a handwritten card if you have access to her address and say thank you. It doesn't have to be for a specific reason. It could literally just be you telling her that you admire her and her work and thank her with no ask involved, no request. You don't want anything from her. You are simply just saying, hey, I think that you're doing a great job. That makes such an impact. You guys, when I get notes like that, my heart melts. I just feel so grateful and so thankful. And I make sure that I do the same thing to other women because I know how special it feels. Number two, organize a real life girl gang and set up a local meetup in your city. So I have Slay Baby, that's my Facebook group, and I encourage the girls all the time to introduce themselves in there and say, hey, you know, I'm in, let's say, Phoenix. Does anybody want to grab brunch on Sunday? I've seen this happen. It happens a lot in Nashville, so shout out to my Nashville Slay Babies. They are making it happen all the time. I think it's happened in New York. I know I've hosted a couple of meetups, and I encourage girls in whatever city they're in to meet up with each other. You don't have to do it in my Facebook group. You can do it in any group that you're in. You can even go on meetup. Com. That is also a really great place to make that happen. My third tip is to mentor a young woman or someone just starting out in business by offering to take her to coffee, share some tips with her, get on the phone with her, make a Skype date, help her get her work off the ground. 
I recently started mentoring a Girl Scout. So hi, Hallie, if you're listening. Um, She is working on a project. She's nominated for a gold award with the Girl Scouts, and she is working on a really fabulous project. And I will share more about that as soon as I can once she makes it official and we get the ball rolling. We're in the kind of research phases now and the planning phases, so I don't want to give all the details away, but I'm really excited to be working with her. She's 14 years old. It's just awesome to see her doing such incredible things in the world. I know it's helping her. I know that it's helping me. Mentoring is a great way for both parties to feel fulfilled, to share their energy, to share their experience with one another. So if there's someone that you can find in your neighborhood, online, anywhere, Try to mentor someone, offer some of your time, even if it's one hour a month. You guys, you have no idea what a big difference that can make in someone's life. Number four, stay away from negative conversations and gossip about other women. If you find yourself in that type of conversation, encourage the people you're speaking with to change the subject to something positive. I talked about this in my episode um, last week, how to not be a hater and a moody bee. (laughs) So again, this is something that's totally natural. I think as humans, we are just wired to discuss other humans, right? We're social creatures. We talk about each other and it can be really easy for that conversation to take a slippery slope. We are all guilty of it. I wrote girl code. I practice girl code, but you know, I'm being honest. Sometimes people, you find yourself in a conversation and someone is saying something negative and then you may agree with it and go, whoa, wait, wait a second. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be catty. So I really am super mindful about these conversations. I try so hard to turn them around, to shift the focus. And listen, if you find yourself around girls who constantly talk shit about other girls, Find a new circle. It's better to be lonely and it's better to spend time with yourself than to spend time with toxic people. Okay, the next tip, send one of your gal pals flowers and a card letting her know you're proud of her. So, so many people underestimate the power of someone else just saying that I'm really proud of you or I really believe in you. And flowers to me, I I think I speak for probably 99.9% of the women listening Flowers are awesome. Girls love getting flowers. So that's a special one. If you have a girl or someone, you know, she could be in your industry, she could be an online buddy, she could be a friend, a cousin, a relative, anyone, a neighbor. Send her flowers, send her a card, let her know that you're proud of her. I promise you will make her day. And this other one um, is a tip for anyone that has access to their former elementary school or middle school. Maybe you still live in that neighborhood or you're close to that neighborhood contact them and offer to come speak to the students about the importance of supporting other girls. Again, younger women need our support. I remember being in junior high school and feeling like so confused, so lonely at times, so isolated. You know, I felt like there were not a lot of people who understood me. That's the age where girls are friends with each other one day and then they hate each other the next. So having role models and having women who have come over that hump and who are on the other side of things and who really truly wholeheartedly support other women is so important. If you can't speak at the elementary school that you went to, find a local one in your neighborhood, find anything, find a youth group, find a Girl Scout troop, find a church, just find an opportunity to go face to face and to speak to younger women about how important it is to love other women and to support other women. So these are just a couple of ideas to kind of make you think a little bit beyond the online space. Again, you guys know I am all about the internet. I am online spreading my message and connecting with women all day long, but there is just something 
really special and really unique about doing it in person and taking it offline and reminding yourself that it's important to actually practice what we preach, to actually do the things that all of these beautiful quotes that we share are telling us to do. There's a quote that I really love and it's by James Keller and it says, a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. So if you support someone else and if you celebrate someone else's success, it takes absolutely nothing away from you. It's totally free to be kind. doesn't cost a dime. You can do it all day long. It's going to make the person feel good. It's going to make you feel good. It's so important. So guys, get out there, start living your hashtags, send that email, book that coffee date. No matter what approach you take, let's make sure that girl power never goes out of style. Thanks so much for tuning in. I love you guys so much. Have a beautiful day and I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you really love this episode, I would love it if you guys could leave me a review on iTunes. For more beyond this podcast, including my blog and where you can find all of my books, visit me at thechampagnediet.com. And for daily inspiration, including uplifting quotes, mantras, and of course, pretty pictures, come hang with me on Instagram at thechampagnediet. Until next time. 